Hi guys, thanks so much for listening to my very first podcast. I have been meaning to do something like this for quite some time now. I've, uh, I don't know, I've just been kind of following my intuition. You guys all know me. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm pretty, pretty woo-woo, pretty spiritual about these kinds of things. So when my intuition says go, I go. Um, and as far as the name, I was like, I don't know. I, you know, I had like created a different page and then I decided that I'm just going to keep everything on one page as far as Instagram um, because I'm a multifaceted human being and I'm more than just an artist. And so um, I decided to kind of keep it at the mind of Reese uh, because it's podcast is basically everything that kind of goes on in my mind and everything I've learned um, from the years of basically practicing and studying. Um, psychology and spirituality, manifestation, meditation, all that kind of stuff, and just how to better control my mind in order to better control everything outside of me. And what I mean by control, I just mean my reaction, controlling my reaction to everything outside of me. Because I think that that's something that if once you truly, truly hone in on and really, really kind of grasp that knowledge within yourself, um, you can move mountains, truly, with your mind. And it's crazy. It's super duper crazy, but I love it and I live by it. And I've, you know, studied this for a long, long time, um, for many years. And so I figured starting a podcast or a video podcast or just doing something that can kind of, you know, let people know, like, it's my journey through this. And so, um, however, it helps you if there, if it does help you, if it doesn't, you know, whatever. But if it does in that way, then I mean, it's like all the power, you know what I mean? I don't, using, I guess, my own experiences to kind of guide others in, in maybe any path that can lead them to something more positive and more happiness. I feel like I've served my purpose in life and that's that. So, um, that's why the podcast is called the mind of Reese. If that changes, that will happen and whatever, who, who fucking cares, right? Um, so, um, on this first podcast, I think that I will just, uh, I guess get started with, you know, the why of it all. So, um, you know, I'm a, I'm an artist, a tattoo artist by trade. Um, you know, you might've seen me on a couple of television shows, like one pretty good tattoo nightmares, one not so good. We got black and crew. <laughs> that was a, a learning experience seeing that there's that, um, control of reaction to certain lessons we learned in our lives where we have to kind of look at it and learn from it as opposed to looking at it negatively and blaming everybody else around us. Like I take 100% responsibility for going on that show and whatever came out of it came out of it and I've learned from it and I've learned a lot about myself in that so I can be thankful in that regard to that. But I am glad that I made the decision to leave. Um, it just wasn't healthy for me and my well-being mentally. Um, but I am not here to talk about that. I am here to basically talk about your mind <laughs> or my mind rather, and maybe that'll be helpful to you. But, um, it's more so like as a tattoo, as an artist, as a tattoo artist, you know, um, there have been times as I grow in my art and as I reach my successes and as I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a self-proclaimed workaholic. I definitely find that productivity, you know, or like my idea of productivity, somehow equaled success when I've learned over time that that's not necessarily true because every time 
I get productive and I have a goal and I set that goal and that goal is met, all of a sudden I don't feel any different. I don't feel anything new. I'm like, cool, I got it. Now, now what? Okay, set another goal. Do more stuff. Okay, reach that goal. Okay, now what? You know, so and then I started to really, really dive deeper as to why the fuck do I do the things that I do? Like, what is the end game here? What is the what is the end goal here? And then we kind of get into like the like superficial side of it where we're like, oh, happiness, money, fame, success, you know, and and sorry, I've got to I live next to a train. So that will happen often. And we just go choo choo right along with it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, you know, and we can get, like I said, like we get into that superficial side of it. And so I'm, I'm at this point kind of going on to, okay, well, happiness, success, fame, what does it even mean? You know, what do those things actually mean? And so as I dove deeper into kind of looking within myself and f- trying to figure out, you know, why why am I doing this? Why am I doing anything? And don't get me wrong, people. Like, I'm, I'm extremely stoked on my life. Like, I am so blessed and so thankful that I get to essentially draw on people all day long. And I get to make money doing it. I set my own hours. I am an entrepreneur. I'm a successful one. Successful in the terms of on paper. I am truly successful. And that's what's the craziest part is that, like, you find so many successful people out there, but yet there's that cliche sound like, oh, but money doesn't buy happiness. And yeah, you know, people say that kind of thing and all that stuff, you know, and I, and I, don't, and I don't say that with a jaded or negative intent behind that phrase. I think that that's where, and see, this is where we get into the more deeper side of it. I think that's where people tend to bring about or manifest, huh, and we'll get into that, um, manifest things into their lives that could potentially be negative because of the way that they see things. Now, nothing is necessarily bad or good. And I've, it took me a long time to do to learn that. Like, you know, obviously we have like our judgment system and everything like that where we can kind of find out what's bad or good in something or whatever. And so, um, you know, and, and you can make your own opinions, but that's all they are, are, I'm being attacked by like a fly. Um, that's all they are, are opinions, you know, they're your own beliefs and whatever those beliefs are within yourself that you've been conditioned to since infancy from your teachers, from your friends, from your parents, from all the people around you, from the experiences you've had, whether they're, whether they're traumatic, whether they're not, whether you've jumped out of a plane before, you know, that these things, like they all shape who you are and the beliefs that you have about yourself and about the outside world. And after I started getting into more of that, I started to realize, okay, well, in me, what is my belief in happiness? And so, oh my gosh, listen, fly, I will cut you. Get out of my face. Oh my God. <laughs> he really wants to be on this podcast. There, there, we have no guests on this podcast, bro. No guests. Anyway, anyway, where was I? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's just a baby squirrel. Um, so what I want to dive deeper into is like, you know, as far as me, and I don't speak for anybody but myself. That's the reason why I'm calling this the mind of Reese, just because it's like my own 
diving into of my psychology and of my own mind and why other people why people do the things that we do or why I do the things that we do so so please don't take this as like some sort of thing like I'm telling you what to do I am not trying to do shit I'm just giving you an insight on all of this information that I have gathered over the years and if it somehow helps you in some sort of way in a positive light then fuck yeah so just disclaimer there but so as I started diving deeper into what happiness, what success, and what, you know, like what that meant to me, what what I believed that looked like. I saw all these things, you know, money. I saw big houses. I saw, you know, my family getting taken care of. Um, You know, I saw, um, you know, living on the beach. I saw, you know, just all of these things that I actually saw, but I already noticed that I was like, okay, this is all very tangible and materialistic. And, and you know, as a successful, you know, artist and a, a successful businesswoman and entrepreneur, I had those things, you know, I, I, when I was, when I was, I was an accountant prior to this. I don't know if you know that, but I was an accountant um, in like my early years, right out of high school, you know, came, went into, went into accounting you know, was really, really good at my job, moved up really quickly, uh, made really good money at the time for a 20, you know, one, two-year-old in the business, but I wasn't happy. And I had the materialistic items. I had everything, you know, good, good, everything good on a piece of paper. But for some reason, I wasn't happy. And then, you know, and it was just like, okay, so I started trying to figure out the things that like I really, really loved. And as a 22-year-old, I find that it's so different than as like a 32-year-old. You know, 10 years ago, I had zero like I no fucks given like I got I was a heavily tattooed accountant I tell you I had from my arm down all the way tattooed thank goodness I lived in LA at the time and I had a job in LA and my boss was just incredible he loved me for me and he was like you know and I got really really lucky because not a lot of people get this like they don't get a lot of people telling you like hey I don't give a fuck what you look like. You know how to do your job. And this is 10 years ago. Like, I still get shit even now to this day. People look at me funny, you know, every once in a while when you go into places that are very conservative. Um, And so, you know, like that for then, I had no idea what other people were going through. So I got really, 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 really lucky with a boss that saw me for me and saw my potential and let me do what I wanted to do as a human being and as a person, as well as a businesswoman and, and, and growing me into the, the woman, you know, that I, that I wanted to be, that I didn't, you know, I wanted to be a successful businesswoman. That's what, what my whole goal was in life. From high school, you know, I was like, I'm going to get a steady job and do this and do that. So I got that, but I still wanted to be different. And that was where the tattoos came in. I didn't know I could draw at the time. And all of a sudden, you know, I, um, you know, I meet this really amazing woman that starts kind of bringing me on to, this is my boss, by the, t- by the way, her, she was the director of finance. She was conditioning me to be the director of finance to take over her job because she wanted to go travel the world and do yogi retreats. And at the time, I didn't know what that meant. I was just like, cool, I'm going to be director of finance. Like I only cared about a fucking title at the time. And so I was so excited for that part of it. I was like, I'm a successful businesswoman at 22 years old. You know, I'm doing this and I'm almost making this much money. And I, I'm, you know, I'm killing the game right now. And so that's all I cared about. But I was really lucky to have her as well because she was the first one to ever give me my first like spiritual book, which was, um, Oh my gosh. It was The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. And if you haven't read that book, I totally, totally recommend it. I did not understand it at the time. 
I read it because I thought it was a wonderful novelty of just wonderful affirmations and a cool way to think. But did I ever actually implement it into my life? No, but it was a seed planted. And so, you know, fast forward, I, (laughs) we do a wine and paint night and oh my gosh, I find out I can paint and holy shit, let me quit my job cold turkey and go back to school full time for fine art and, you know, live dirt poor again. (laughs) You know, I didn't have to do that. I could probably have stayed at my old job for a lot longer and just waited to segue right into tattooing. But no, I just, I was resilient and I knew, like in my mind, I just knew this was going to work. You know, when you're in your 20s, you just know these things. And we didn't have like, the internet was prevalent, but it wasn't like, for me, like it wasn't as big as it is now. It's like, you don't have, you don't see all these things that are going on in life. Like I stayed blissfully ignorant for many, many years and just did my own thing. And honestly, it was like probably a big saving grace because I, you know, I, I did my art. I believed I was going to be successful at it. You know, I was very calculative in it as well. I was very good with money, obviously being an accountant. So I did know how to manage everything to a T in order for me to survive long enough to get another job as an artist. Cause that was the whole goal. And obviously I I had some hard times with that. Um, as a female, it was really hard to get into the industry. Weirdly, I mean, you know, women were, were rising in the industry. It's not like I was like, you know, Oh, go fuck yourself. (laughs) But it was more just like, it was just, it was just different. It was just, I don't know what it was. And you know, a lot of things that I got, which is really fucked up. And I hope that this isn't happening still. Um, but was like, well, we don't really want you here because we don't want our wives to get mad that there's a pretty girl in the shop. And I was like, at the time, like, I was like, sure, I understand. But now that I think about it, I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. Like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, like, the dog just like, Rrr. Um, If you're watching my video, I'm obviously putting ears next to my head. Sorry, if you're only listening to the podcast, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure to reiterate those things um, as I do physical gestures along with um, voice noises. But, um, you know, so there were a lot of things and it actually got me really fucking discouraged. I was discouraged for a while. Like after like a year and a half, I think of full-time like hustling and hustling and hustling and I was happy to do it, you know? And the only times I wasn't painting, drawing or something if I wasn't in school, if I wasn't at art shows, if I wasn't doing art events, art walks, door to doors. I literally walked door to door some more some days because I was like, fuck, like what else can I do? I don't have any money to spend on marketing. I have social media, but it's okay. DeviantArt was like big at the time. Facebook, obviously, we did that. You know, and I had a pretty good following, enough to make me happy and feel like, cool, I'm moving somewhere. This is something like I still felt like, yeah, I, I got this like. People are noticing and this and that. So there were times where I would like literally grab my my sweet little business card I made out of, you know, at this place that I would go and made a friend at like FedEx copy, would bring him coffee and he would make these like, you know, really shitty business cards for me for like dirt, dirt cheap. I'm so thankful for him. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. You're the best. Um, and, uh, and I would literally go door to door and he, he would also actually make me like these little flyers too with my like terrible fucking photo of my, you know, art. And I would just cling them on doors. And I don't know why I was doing this. I just, this was the only thought I had. I was like, someone's going to need my art. And I'm just going to walk around neighborhoods, get on the subway bus. You know, I was crazy. Like I would ride the subway like late, late at night. You know, I lived in, in a pretty shitty area in Hollywood. 
one like little Armenia and there were roaches everywhere. Like it was bad. It was not good. And but I was stoked I had a place to live and it was my own. And that's all I cared about. I was like, this is mine. But I would be walking around the middle of the night taking subways on with sketchy people in there and God, you know, naive fucking little girl, I swear. Anyway. So, you know, finally, fast forward, getting into the tattoo industry, you know, hitting it pretty, hitting the ground running hard. Like, I, I got a, a shout out to SoCal Tattoo and Tarzana. Like, you guys fucking, you know, when you opened that door for me, I, I couldn't even handle it. Like, I didn't, I was, it was weird. It's all of a sudden, I, I put myself at the right place at the right time because all I did was I took inspired action. Like, intuitively, not knowing I was listening to my intuition at the time, but intuitively, my body was just like, keep moving forward. Keep doing everything. So even though I was so dead tired after doing full-time school and doing all these art shows and driving all over the place and trying to sit, conserve gas, like, okay, if I go here to here to here all in this way, then I can conserve gas from coming back. Like, literally calculative moves in order to make these art shows where I was making maybe 50, 60 bucks after four hours of just standing there talking to people, selling art prints for five bucks. Like it was just, it was rough. And then one day in Canoga Park, I remember, I remember selling some art and some guy comes up to me. He says, have you ever thought about tattooing? And my mind went, I was like, bro, <laughs> yes. I went, I, and this is like a year and a half later after I was like, oh my gosh, I, I had went into shop after shop after shop and I don't get it twisted. I totally thought that, you know, all of this and you guys, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm look, I'm literally pointing at my face. I thought that by being pretty would get me somewhere. <laughs> it really did not do any good for me. It was like, I was like, okay, like I can get a job. I've always done really well in interviews. I'm very personable, but it wasn't like that in this industry. You don't interview you. I had my art. I had a portfolio, but nobody would even look at it. They saw me go in there. And so a lot of times, like, I felt like I was getting made fun of. Like I was like, it made me like kind of angry. I was like, fucking look at my work, man. Like I'm good. Like I have potential. Like look at this stuff. You know, I saw my first painting for a good amount of money, I was really stoked on that. My very first one. I wish I never sold it, but I did. So whatever. But, um, you know, and so it's like, it's crazy. I was just like so bummed. So when this guy comes up to me and just basically puts this out on the table and I was like, yes. And from there, it was like, I hit the ground hard. So I hit the ground running so hard that like I probably burned through shoes like every week. <laughs> There's a metaphor for you. Um. And so, you know, I get into tattooing and I love it. And my career grows really, really hard and it grows fast. You know, in two years, I got my first offer for a first TV show like a year and a half in and I didn't take it because I was not ready for it. And thank goodness I didn't take it and didn't really like the premise of the show. And then, you know, I got my second show offer and then I actually took that one, which was Tattoo Nightmares, which love you. God rest your soul, uh, Clint Cummings. Um, great man pushed me really, really hard into the artist uh, I am today. Same with noon, high noon, same thing, you know, and I hit the ground running and there was a lot of times during that time I was running hard, you know, that like I started getting into this crazy like party lifestyle and you start getting into like these crazy, crazy lifestyles of partying and you know, oh, people are annoying me and they want to know me. And then like my Instagram started growing, my social media started growing and I started being like, cool, I'm being known. And then there is a point in time where 
you find yourself like having such a high expectation of yourself and having such high insecurities. Like you would think that because I got TV and all this stuff, they would, they would basically, um, you know, justify my security or to remove the insecurities from me to, to like, basically like, just like, you know, Hey, like you're good, you know, but no, I wasn't, in my mind, I wasn't good enough for myself. And so, you know, as the drinking went further down the road and a lot, a lot of fucking mistakes, you know, that I had made and a lot of fuck ups I've fucked up, you know what I mean? And in burning bridges or friendships or whatever, just because of my own insecurity with myself, my ways of just partying to kind of get rid of that. And then, you know, so finally hitting rock bottom, um, I started to find that like I had all the success and all this stuff, but it wasn't making me happy. (laughs) And, you know, and, and it's such a cliche thing. You look at like the most famous people, you've got like Elvis, you've got, you know, um, gosh, there's so, so many people. You got Marilyn Monroe, you've got so many people that you just like, you see and you hear these stories and either they come back from them or they don't, or they, you know, something crazy happens or whatever. I mean, even what that movie that just came out with Lady Gaga, like that is like, epitome of that you know what I mean you just get into like a a serious hole of something and you don't really know how to get out so I got really lucky I found yoga and um I just knew in my heart that that wasn't for me I was like why am I not happy and why don't I feel good enough or why don't I feel this sense of pride of myself like I find it in outside sources people can tell me all day long you're pretty you're this you're that but you're like what the fuck like why why and I felt selfish I felt like I wasn't being grateful and then I was like god and then you just start going down negative spiral of fucking shit that goes on in your mind and so that's where I was like this is not this isn't it like I am an artist yes but I am so much more than that what else am I? What else can I do? And then it started to get to the point where I was like kind of losing myself. So when I finally found yoga and finally realized that the questions I wasn't asking myself weren't necessarily quality, like why this, why that? Those are more victimizing questions. When I got quiet, when I started moving meditation, which is which is what yoga is, it's basically stilling your mind, using your breath, you know, your prana, using your breath to guide you to stay in the moment, to stay mindful of this moment right now, and to allow yourself to receive information from your intuition and from, you know, the universe or God or whomever you want to talk about, but, um, or your higher self. For me personally, like it's all in here. So that's me. Yes, I got. I get spiritual woo-wooed sometimes. If you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. I don't care. <laughs> it works for me. It makes me happy. We we keep rolling. Um, and I also t- prove to you scientifically. But um, we will get there too. There's a lot. Well, there's a lot of things. But you know, with yoga, you find you know moving meditation, which is the asanas, like the movement, and then you got like the prana, which is the breathing. And so you start to really hone in, and you start to realize like, okay. And so, like I said. The quality of question, the quality of life is the quality of questions that we ask. And now I heard that from a really, really amazing mentor and um, businessman named James Wenmore. And I, that hit me so hard because I was like, he's right. Because when you ask the why questions, those are such broad questions. Like, 
why this? Why that? Why am I not getting enough likes? Why did, why, why am I unhappy? Why? It's like, those are not quality questions. Those are victimizing questions. Now, when you take 100% responsibility for all the actions that you've made up until this point in your life, the moment you were like, okay, well, yeah, I fucked up there. So with that, what can I learn from that? What can I do to make sure that never happens again? Or when I do something great, okay, what can I learn from that? I'll take that and I'll be happy with that emotion. So what does this actually give me? So the feeling of like, for instance, like we going all the way back, the feeling of happiness or success, the feeling of happiness or success. I cannot stress enough. It's the feeling, the emotion that we receive from those words that we put energy into because that's all those things are just energy. So the emotion that I put into happiness or success, what is that feeling? So then when I started receiving things that made me feel good, like, fuck yeah, doing a badass tattoo, doing an awesome drawing, you know, making someone's day, giving them a high five, you know, those things. I was like, well, those feelings are all very similar. That feeling that elates me, the feeling in here where I feel good and I feel easily to smile and it, and it, and it produces all of these things inside of me that make me feel like I want more. That's when I started realizing that, whoa, I can create that feeling whenever I want because it's just a feeling and it's a reaction to something that I've done or something that someone has done for me and I can create that feeling. And how do I do that? Now, there's a lot of work. And I don't mean it as a lot of work that it's hard. It's just a lot of work that, you know, for me, it was important and imperative to my life that I needed to make sure that I figured this shit out so that I can create a habit within me so that everything around me at all times was created out of love and that's it. And I'm talking, I know I'm talking like love. I'm not, a, you know, I don't even consider myself a fucking hippie, okay? Because like I, I back this all up. Like I looked at quantum, you know, I love woo woo and I also love quantum physics, okay? So these two things are very much in the same. We're talking about energy and we're talking about how that energy produces more energy, such as like the law of attraction and the, you know, it's like those kinds of things. So, you know, there's science behind all this stuff. So like, you know, as a, as a, as a spiritual woo woo person and as a very analytical structured person, very type A, you know, I need both to be married in order for me to understand and for me to truly, truly believe in my heart that it works for me. And so this does work for me. And so when I realized that creating my own energy, once I received, when I received that feeling, that reaction to what I've done, that re- high, high, you know, that endorphin high, I started to realize that since I can create it myself, what did I do? So the easiest way, and now this is just my tip for you on this first podcast, on me kind of diving in deeper on who I am, what I do, and um, just all that good stuff, you know, it's gratitude. (laughs) The easiest way to get to a good spot is fucking gratitude. And it's gratitude and we can go on the shallow end and I can go as far out as far out. But as far as this podcast goes and getting to know me and getting to know why I'm creating this and how I got to this place and why my journey is here, it's at the end of the day, I'm starting as I'm honing in deeper and deeper 
into my own mind and into the way I believe that my mind works and the way that a lot of things work around me is one way to get there is by it with gratitude. So I'm saying like, you know, I've learned ways where I'll go, I'll spin them off, like be like, I'm thankful for my teeth. I'm thankful for my hands. I'm thankful for my fingers. I'm thankful for my, the money that I get to, to use to, to pay my rent. I'm thankful for my computer. I'm thankful for my dog. I'm thankful for my cat. You know, like I'll spit it off super fast because sometimes there are days where you're just like your mind so, so messed up. And it's almost like, and that it's so funny when you do it like that, it's almost a form of a mantra and a mantra can lead to mindfulness because you're in the moment and you're not thinking about things from the future, things from the past that are creating anxiety and stress and all these things. It gets you right here in the moment and you're like, all right, cool. I'm good. And then you smile and then you move about your day. And so, you know, I mean, that, and that's just one way, you know, I personally, I keep a gratitude journal. Um, I write five, write five grateful things. That's what keeps me high vibed. Um, you know, and I also, I do a lot of other stuff. Like I'm a very, I'm a, I'm a person of, hello? Hey, um, I'm, I am doing a podcast, but you're in it now. So, ha ha. Hi, that's Jackie. She's my assistant. Um, come say hi real quick. Yes, yeah, so everybody can see her. This is Jackie. You guys will hear a lot about her. I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram, she is always there. And she's always in the way. Right now. Right now. In her way. Right now in the way. But anywho, um, as far as like gratitude goes, like I would say the best thing to do is, is personally for me, it's like, like I said, gratitude journals or mantras and things like that. And that's like the best way to start off anything. I think that's the best way to even just to get to a place where you can kind of just let go, even of anxiety or even of stress. Like it's just a perfect way to just let, let it go. Because once we can kind of get into that mode of realizing that this is important and it's important for our well-being to let go, and that's when we can kind of start diving deeper into our limiting beliefs and why we feel insecure or why we feel the way we feel, why we feel like there's more to life, but we don't know why we can't figure it out, you know? So it's one of those things we just got to, this is the first part to it. So for me, the first part was gratitude and I will... I think I'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at gratitude and then we'll come back and we'll do some more and kick some more doors down and, you know, have fun with it. But at this point, I think that um, as far as everybody's concerned about how that you know me now and that this is my first podcast and that gratitude, the attitude of gratitude is the way to live, you know, I send you off into the world and hope that you guys have a beautiful, lovely day. Okay? So if you guys liked the podcast, please let me know. I would really, really love to hear your opinions about it, what you guys want to talk about. Like, honestly, anything you want to talk about, anything, anything at all, whether it be art, whether it be, um, you know, more mindset stuff. This is basically where I'm at. Like, I, I utilize a lot of my, like, this this mind stuff right here, I utilize that a lot in my art. I, I can tell you, I've gotten 10 times better at my art because of my mind. I, I am, I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> like, I will tell you that like, if you want to get better at your art, and, and I, I will teach you how to do this. If you really want to know this, if you want to get better at your art, 
without having to do more art, I, I, you can literally do it right now, right now. And I'm not kidding. This mind stuff, it's not just mind stuff. It's, it's so much more than that. And you want to know how I'm happy every day? I'm going to tell you through this podcast, you know, so let me know. Like if you guys want to know something specific about manifestation, about meditation, gratitude journals, how to journal, whatever, I'm here for you. Like I'm here. Send me a DM. Ask me some quality questions, right? Because the quality of life is about the quality of questions we ask. So ask me some quality questions and I will give you as best of a quality answer as I can. You know, you guys, I love you so much. And if I could just help even just one person, then my fucking life is complete. Love you guys. Screenshot this. If you're watching this via YouTube, via IG, via Facebook, screenshot it, repost it, tag me in there, hashtag the mind of Reese or the art of Reese. Um, I look at everything. I try and read everything. I try to get back to everyone. Um, it's because, uh, you know, you guys, at the end of the day, like, it's not, this is like, I did, I started doing this just for me and then realizing now how important and imperative it has been and how, how just, impo- like, it just, like, the feeling of this, and for me, myself, I just knew I couldn't keep it to myself, so I knew I had to share it with the world, and, you know, and I just would like to know more your opinions on it and just let me know how you guys feel about it. So thanks again, you guys, so, so fucking much. I had um, such a beautiful time talking to you on my very first podcast. I apologize if I'm fumbling and stumbling around and there's noises in the background, but you know what? That's life. And that's what we do. And we just, well, how do we do it? It's our reactions that, you know, it's how we react to these things that get us through. So love you guys all. Make sure to be grateful for something today, every day. Make sure to tell that person if you are grateful for them, your dog, your cat, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your best friend, your coworker, even the person you don't even really like, say something nice. You know what I mean? Attitude of gratitude, people, the energy you give out is the energy you receive. So love you guys so much again. I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Bye.